Hello everyone, my name is Kaylee Frost. I'm the Head of Clinical Support at Health Assured and I'm joined today by Saj, our wellbeing counsellor here at Health Assured and we're going to be talking about self-esteem. So thanks for joining me this morning, Saj. I really, really appreciate it. How are you doing? I'm good. Fantastic. How are you? Absolutely. Marvellous. Thank you very much. Thanks for asking. Um, Okay, bro, well, I guess just start, Saj, by telling me how have you ended up here as a counsellor? First of all, so just tell me why, why... why, why counselling? Well, I used to work in a call centre for yeah. many years and I was thinking, you know what, this is, this is a bit rubbish actually, I can do better than this. <laughs> I bumped into someone and I go, what do you do? And he yeah. goes, oh, I'm a counsellor. I thought you meant a political counsellor. I go, oh, I don't <laughs> trust them a lot. He goes, no, for mental health. And I thought, that seems interesting. So I went to a course, went to a level two, level three. And before you know it, I became a counsellor. Here you are. Yeah, yeah. And so how long have you been a counsellor now? About four or five years. Four or five years. Brilliant. And I mean, you work with so many different types of clients that I know of just from being yeah. at Health Assured. Um, and I guess, you know, in, in terms of own like private practice clients and things like that, you've seen probably everything. Yeah, 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 yeah And yeah. I think that's the beauty with counselling, all ages, all backgrounds, mm-hmm. all kinds of issues. Yeah. Uh, you know. Happy because well, I want to say happy, but you know, there yeah. are a lot of clients who you know they come with issues, but it's an opportunity for us to kind of be there with them and support yeah. them and, and empower them, really. Absolutely. And so, I guess one of the biggest things that you do see, which is the reason why we're here today, um, is about self esteem, yeah, and probably quite low self esteem. And many, uh, I guess, it's not really the other way around, but you get people speak to you. So, in terms of low self esteem and self esteem itself, what is it? Tell me what it is, Saj, because. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I think in every call or with every client, mm-hmm. self-esteem to some extent is in the discussion. Mm-hmm. So self-esteem is your understanding of yourself, how you value yourself, mm-hmm. how you see yourself. What's your relationship with yourself? Yeah. Because if you have a good relationship with yourself, you're going to see yourself in good light and then you're going to be kind of successful in what we do. Yeah. And, and, and I think with self-esteem as well is one is what we call uh, the the real self, you know, your self-image, who you are, okay? okay? And then you've got the ideal self, how, who you want to be, you know, who you visualize, that's what I want to be. But when there's... Beyonce. Well, I always thought David Beckham <laughs> when I was younger, you know. But yeah. when there's that mismatch yeah. and there's a gap between that real self and that ideal self, that's when you can stop. The way you value yourself can be effective in a negative way. And that's where self-esteem comes in and that's where it can be affected. So when you put it like that, I would probably think that many, most people have a different real self and uh, ideal self, is what you said. There is always going to be two separate people. Is it very, do you ever see it where it's the same, your real self and your ideal self, that they're the same? I think sometimes you can have where... You have that real self, yeah. but then you're realistic. You're kind of, you know what you want to achieve and you work yeah. towards it. And and when your self-esteem is in a good place, you know, the way you treat yourself and the way you try to achieve your goals yeah. is differently to when you have low self-esteem. Okay? Yeah. And, and and that's where I think low, low self-esteem then becomes an issue. So when we talk about this relationship with yourself and that being kind of what self-esteem is, what does a relationship with yourself look like? Yeah. I mean, when you have a relationship, is how you see yourself. Yeah. In terms of how you talk to yourself. 
So positive self-talk or negative self-talk. Like even in your head, it doesn't yeah, have to be yeah. in the mirror. That's it. Even right. if, yeah. And when it comes to self-esteem as well, in terms of, you know, you can blame yourself when anything goes wrong. Well, it's yeah. because of me. Okay. Or, you know, you're at work and, you know, there's too much, but you can't say no. Because again, what are people going to think? Okay. And, and that relationship is about how you think of others, where you try to kind of please people, mm, where you try yeah. to do everything perfectly so people like you. So if that relationship with yourself is negative, then what happens is is that you start to feel low, you start to dislike yourself, you start to withdraw, you start to feel anxious, mm -hmm. you don't think you're good enough, you don't think you fit in society, and then you can start feeling kind of down. That's where mental health then starts being affected. But if your relationship with yourself is good, then you focus on things in your control, you be kind to yourself, yeah. uh, you don't put pressure on yourself, uh, you basically uh, can say no, because then you know it's okay to, you know, to get things wrong, it's okay yeah. to make mistakes. So then that relationship develops, okay, you know, and then if that self-esteem is healthy, then you can be assertive. If that self-esteem is healthy, then you can have a, healthy relationship you can mm -hmm. have a successful job you can learn how to say no and manage stress yeah, and you yeah. can achieve goals set goals and work towards them but when your self-esteem is low then then those things become difficult with these you know that what higher self-esteem looks like it sounds like you know if you've struggled with low self-esteem for a number of years probably all your life I'm sure there's lots and lots of people out there that have struggled all their life it would take an enormous amount of self-discipline to start flipping that you know and, and becoming yeah. and, and having higher self-esteem like it would take a lot of control yeah. and a lot of you know really um like self-awareness you're being really yeah. mindful and aware and conscious of what you're doing and making changes like that must be really hard. Yeah. No, it is. It is. And I think when it comes to self-esteem, it's a journey. It's, yeah. It's yeah. a development. You don't kind of, because you can be very confident yeah. in what you do, because confidence is your ability to do things. Yeah. You know, your ability to kind of do this thing, what we're doing now. Yeah. Your yeah. <laughs> ability to talk in front of an audience or in football, if you have to score a free kick, do I have the confidence to do that, etc. Yeah. So you could be confident. But then at the same time, you could have low self-esteem. You think, well, actually, I'm a bit rubbish. Actually, there's something wrong with me. I think I don't fit in. So I think for that to develop, you know, it's about then saying to yourself is about different factors then have to kick in for you to develop it. So, for example, with myself, you know, I'm not a Superman. You know what I mean? What? We You're not? <laughs> we do a lot of different things. Okay. So confidence can be up and down. But I think for me, self-esteem hasn't really been in a negative way, because what I do is I try to focus on the solution. I try yeah. to be kind to myself. I try to say it's okay to get things wrong. I, I, I try to be realistic. I try to take care of myself. Yeah. I try to release my stress and anxiety. I try to kind of work towards goals. Okay. And when you do some of these things gradually and slowly, then you kind of realize that, you know, uh, then you give yourself credit. Yeah. Then you then you give yourself because then you remind yourself of your strengths. You remind yourself of your achievements. You remind yourself of what you like about yourself. And then you think it's okay if people don't like me. I'll survive. Yeah. Okay, it's okay if I get things wrong. But that takes time. That yeah. takes experience as well. So, do you 
like is that how you've started like kind of maybe personally changing your way of thinking so i'm guessing you haven't always no. thought in that way you no, know that those different you know the positive side of things i'm yeah. guessing that's not how you've I always think felt when i became a counselor yeah, yeah things became different because then you start to see things in a different light as well yeah because for me I never came across the concept of focus on things in your control. Mm-hmm. Seems so basic, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but it's massive. And with every client that we speak to, because soon as you start to focus on things you can't do anything about, that's where you become anxious. Yeah. That's where confidence becomes effective, and that's where your self esteem. So what I've kind of learned over the years is you know one is two main, two or three main things really. One is to focus on things in my control. Yeah. And two is take care of myself. And then that just sounds again dead basic. But then once you go into self care then you realize that self-care is not selfish self-care is important for you to survive self-care is important for you to function self-care and self-care is a massive way of maintaining that high self-esteem so Mm -hmm. that way you're taking care of yourself you're walking you're exercising you're eating you're sleeping i mean Uh, they seem sound like basic needs but i guess people don't always that's it have the you know good sleep good eating habits good you know activity yeah and self-esteem to achieve it you don't have to be Superman, it's yeah. not, you know. It's it's, it's 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 things that anyone and everyone can achieve. It's just about having that right mindset. Yeah. It's about trying to be kind to yourself. Yeah. It's about saying that you deserve to be treated in a happy, healthy way. Yeah. You don't have to get approval of other people, yeah. and you shouldn't tolerate any kind of behavior that you feel makes you feel uncomfortable. Okay, because that's where fears kick in. And then, you know, the question is, I mean, in terms of why do people have low self-esteem? Where, you know, I'm talking a lot here. I'm going to be yeah, rude this no. year. I mean, <laughs> what, what is your understanding then in terms of why people might have low self-esteem? So, I mean, you've already kind of touched on it and you've already clarified for me that, so I think I was always getting confidence and self-esteem. And I've, I've made a note here and I think more for me to go away, you know, take away, <laughs> like, you know, high confidence, you know, like lots of confidence isn't high self-esteem and they are very, two very separate things. And I'm thinking a lot maybe about myself you know me, we've worked together for a long time. I'm an incredibly confident person. You know, I you know bounce about the office and, yeah. you know, yes, you see me with my serious face quite a lot. But, <laughs> quite a lot, yeah. Um, you know, I have bags of confidence really, but self-esteem might not always be there. And I think that links in with things like imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I think self-esteem and Im- yeah. imposter syndrome are quite similar yeah, or might yeah. feed into one another. Would, would you agree? Yeah, because I think with imposter syndrome uh and also with kind of people pleasing yeah, yeah, yeah you know it's where you don't give yourself any value you think yeah. that you're a fake you think you're a fraud you think that you just somehow wing it uh you know and you think that you know yeah. whatever you've done is not because of you it's because of somebody else yeah okay and, and same with people pleasing you feel that to be accepted to fit in to be loved to get that, you know, love, you have to basically please other people. Yeah. And if you don't please other people, then no one will want you, no one will want to keep you, yeah. then you won't be needed, okay? Yeah. So then you look at where is this coming from, okay? Yeah. And a lot of it is to do with, I think, upbringing. Right, a lot of it, this is what I was going to go into, like what do you think the root causes are? Yeah, sort of I thing. think that there can be quite a few. So upbringing is massive. Yeah. So, you know, in terms of how parents kind of talk to you if parents are very strict if parents are kind of very critical mm-hmm. if parents kind of name and shame you yeah. or even when they praise you excessively because then you think that my 
worth, my love is only based on my achievement. So if I get an A star, yeah, you can you can have a new PS4. <laughs> but if you get a D minus or whatever, yeah, yeah. then uh, not your corner. Okay, so then yeah. that kind of gives you that for me to be accepted, for me to be loved, I need to achieve. So then what happens then? You spend a lot of time in your life trying to, you know, aim for that perfectionism. Then your fear of getting things wrong. Then your fear of making mistakes. Then your fear if you're not successful. Yeah, successful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think all these things are important. But other factors as well is in terms of relationships, you know, yeah, when, yeah. you know, if they break down or bereavement, you know, yeah. when you're going to grieve, that, that can affect your self-esteem. Yeah. Sometimes your body image, how you look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. That when we talked about self-image, when you don't like what you see, that can have, you know, uh, yeah. self-esteem. But also discrimination, racism. You know, you talked about myself. I mean, I've experienced many incidents of racism and that Stop can really. have massive oh. so so that can have much, you know an impact on confidence because then yeah. you think that oh, I don't think I'm able to save but then you think hang on why are people discriminating against me why are they treating me in this way and that can affect your self-worth that can affect your self-belief your self-love and then you can get into a shell and then that can make you anxious that can make you feel low you can even turn into kind of you know feeling you know like self-harming or suicidal thoughts yeah so I think you know with self-esteem there are many, many reasons why it may occur. Oh gosh, I feel like I'm in a counselling session. <laughs> you know all the things that I told you're you saying. I start I'm like, talking. I can't stop you. <laughs> no, but I feel like you know things are really ringing true, and I think that people listening to this, I mean, pretty much everyone that I know yeah. in life will connect with some of the things that you're saying. Um, and I'm, I, I bet that when you start talking, when you talk to clients and you t you speak to loads of clients yeah. and you help so many people, by the way, shout out to you, Sash. You know, you, what you do is is, is exceptional. Um, but you must see this on like every other call at least or some elements of this, you know, people pleasing, low yeah. self-worth, low self-esteem, um, imposter syndrome, lack of confidence you know because they all kind of fall yeah. under the same umbrella Internet, don't they yeah, but people yeah. don't think much of themselves yeah, but that's yeah. come from other you know whether it's trauma or relationship issues like you say or upbringing like there's socio socio-economic factors that might yeah. feed into that as well but it almost feels like at least one in two people will have some elements of this yeah yeah it almost feels like a what's the word like an epidemic you know yeah. like this is just but yeah. It's kind of, it feels like so normalized. No, it is. It is. And I think when we speak to people, when we speak to clients, it's, you know, it's anxiety is massive. Work yeah, yeah, yeah. Related stress is massive. But self-esteem, because, you know, when self-esteem, when you don't address it, mm -hmm. when you don't recognize the signs. Yeah. Okay, because sometimes people might be living their life suffering from low self-esteem. So what happens then? Then, you know, it can affect you in relationships. For example, yeah. you forget how to set boundaries. You kind of okay. then, you know... Uh, kind of tolerate bad behavior because yeah, then there's yeah. that you know fear of loneliness fear of isolation fear of feeling if i don't if i don't yeah grasp like get hold of this now like it will disappear from me and i'll it. never get it again yeah because sometimes again. we think you know why are people in an abusive relation why don't they just go away yeah yeah. Uh, but then they think that you know that at least there's someone here that who loves me and if he's not yeah. there or she's not there then i've got no one so they'll tolerate bad behavior they'll tolerate abuse because they feel that you know if i'm not in this relationship then who's going to love me okay that's where yeah. that self-esteem and self-worth comes in uh so i think you know 
that, that that's kind of massive. But also, you know, work-related stress. You know, when you look at work, most people work. And when you work, yeah. what happens? You know, you, you, you either... The stress can get on top of you. Mm. And what happens is one sign of low self-esteem is, you know, when you're not assertive, but you can't say no. Yeah. Right. Sad. You want to do overtime. You know, you've done it for the past 15 days. You want to do it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Even though you don't want to. You took the words right out of my mouth for later on. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <the> office, <laughs> Even though you want you don't no, want to. No, no. Yeah, You exactly. can't say no because then you think, what? Well, it goes back to people pleasing. Yeah. Because you think that your worth is, people like me, yeah? If I say no, they might think, hmm, I think we need to get rid of him. So they start then having that self-doubt. Yeah. And then, you know, then that has an impact on how they feel because on the outside people come when i speak to a lot of clients they say on the outside everyone thinks oh he's very confident she's very confident mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then but but they don't know what i'm going through inside because the confidence on the outside on the inside is where the self-doubt inside there's anger inside there's they're feeling anxious they're feeling yeah. low they're feeling depressed they're feeling you know all these things why because that conflict we talked about at the starting you know that uh, real self and the ideal self is yeah. massive and also the things that they want to achieve is the low self-esteem is is kind of holding them back and then what happens then if it's not addressed with it can turn into worry that can turn into anxiety that can turn into them um, catastrophizing mind reading uh, and then that can turn into low mood that can turn into depression that can turn into it's many other things like a, it's a it's snowball isn't it and that's something that i wanted to touch on you you, t- you mentioned you know when you gave like the example of you know saying no to over time like oh my god maybe they'll fire me yeah people will think that yeah. but then do you think if this you know I, I guess if there's other factors exacerbating those feelings could lead into something really severe like you know like paranoia yeah, yeah. and like re- you know really really you know more, more complex conditions and I was thinking about this you know like in terms of body image like what people think of themselves could then that go into again something more severe like dysmorphia body dysmorphia or or perhaps you know an eating disorder or addiction as well you know to like get rid of some of those feelings like something self-esteem will just become this monster that it can manifest itself into I think it starts with you not liking yourself, you yeah. criticizing yourself, you blaming yourself, you think you're not good enough due to various reasons, then that increases to a level where, you know, uh, it turns into low self-esteem. But then, it, it then one of the symptoms of low self-esteem is a symptom of anxiety, is a symptom mm, of yeah. depression. And then it's also a symptom of, you know, eating disorders. It's yeah. a symptom of body dysmorphia. Uh, and also then... If that self-esteem reduces so much, then mm-hmm. you start feeling helpless, you start feeling hopeless, and then you have no motivation to do things. You basically uh, don't seek any pleasure in doing things. Yeah. And then that can then, you know, that's why sometimes people might turn to self-harm because they yeah, feel that, yeah. you know, uh, I'm not I'm not worthy, okay? So it can start with something, everyday thing that we think is just minor, you know? But then if it's not addressed, if you are not then using coping methods if you yeah. then don't focus on self-care then what can happen is it can it can turn into a mental health disorder mm-hmm. and that can you know have many other symptoms so say someone let's get practical there because i feel like we got quite really deep then which is fabulous but we want we want we want to know what to do next like yeah. practical steps so the hypothetical situation which i'm sure you get pro- at least once a day on the helpline um you know i'm, I'm feeling a bit crap about myself basically yeah. you know and i'm sure you get that those words yeah, exactly yeah. um 
you know, it's time to like take some action here. What is, you know, like the, a three-step plan or, yeah. you know, what what's the next steps for that person? Yeah. I mean, for everyone, it can be different things. But yeah, one thing yeah. that I always say is, is that it's about trying to focus on things in your control. Yeah. That's always a starting point. And what does that mean? That, that can be, you know, uh, self-compassion. Mm-hmm. So being kind to yourself, so, you know, saying positive affirmations, you know, I am, I will, I can, positive mantras to yourself regularly. Give me an example of one, because I'd feel silly. Yeah, oh, I right, am okay. kind, I am caring, you know, I've got beautiful hair, I'm, I'm <laughs> <You> hardworking, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to focus on things in my control, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. You know, I will, I have, for later. Yeah, <laughs> I shall, because if you say these things regularly, then what does that do? Then that increases that self-esteem, that yeah. self-love. And and just making a list every day of little things like your strength, your achievement, what you like about yourself, the positive things that you've got in your life. Yeah. Okay. Because what happens sometimes is we focus on the negative. We focus on what we're not good at. But as soon as you start to remind yourself of your qualities, of your strengths, of your characteristics, of you know, like the top things top ten things you like about yourself. Once you get to ten, yeah. Once you get to ten, you don't have to stop. Okay, but you know it's interesting you said ten because when I and I ask this question almost you know every day, you know, uh, name me some of your strengths, okay? And the typical response is, oh, I don't have any strengths. I don't, I don't have any. Okay, so I said, well, just name me one, okay? And then the name one, I go, are you kind? Yeah. Uh, are you caring? Yeah. Are you hardworking? Are you committed? Are you a good listener? Are you organized? We've got to 15 and they haven't stopped. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that just tells you that we all have strengths. We yeah. all have achievements. We all have things that we're really good at, but we don't focus on them. We forgot yeah. about them. We focus on what we're not good at. We focus on what the negatives are. Yeah. So the first thing is reminding yourself of your strengths and achievements. Yeah. Yeah. Is positive affirmations. Yeah. Okay. Focus on the positive things in your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it's also about making sure that you're working towards goals. You know, Goal. what, yeah. what do I want to do? Because it's about not focusing on what the problem is, focusing on what the solution is. We know what we've all got problems. We've yeah. all got things that we don't like, but what can I do about it? Because as soon as you then focus on what you can do, not on what you can't, then then what that does is it kind of thinks, well, actually, yeah, you're right. You know, if I'm struggling at work, I could do something about it. Yeah. If the relationship is there's an issue, I can focus on communication. Yeah. You know, if I'm struggling with X, Y, Z, there's something that I can do about it. So yeah. I think focusing on the solution is 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 kind of massive. Okay, uh, and also the other big thing is is turning your limitations into strengths. Okay, because okay, yeah, yeah. you know who doesn't have limitations. I mean, I remember you know uh, when I was a school or college or uni. You know, I, I always kind of you know. I, I kind of used to always talk about my negative points. And then I'm thinking, what am I doing, man? You know, no, yeah. one, no one wants to be my friend if I'm talking about, you know, <laughs> I've got yeah. this, i got that. So it's about kind of turning that limitation into a strength. Yeah. Okay. So if you're nervous, so if you can't focus, if you're anxious, if you lack self-care, if you lack self-hygiene, if you kind of are not good at interviews, if you don't know how to communicate with your partner, if these are limitations... You know, it's not a rocket science to kind of turn that into a strength and mm-hmm. you can do it. And as soon as you start turning those limitations into strengths, you'll start what? You start feeling good about yourself. Yeah. Okay. And once you start feeling good about yourself, then you then you start achieving. And once you start achieving that self-esteem, that confidence goes to the roof. I've written so many notes. I'm literally going to be walking. 
I am strong. <laughs> I'm going to do positive <laughs> affirmations for the rest of the day. Um, I got really carried away with that. I was like, you know, that is, um, it always just, it just seems so simple, doesn't it? You know, realistically, the, the ways to move forward are incredibly straightforward and simple. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, if anyone's listening and perhaps it's manifested it a bit too much and maybe they're not, it's not ni little niggly things anymore. Um, maybe it is starting to manifest manifest into something a bit more serious. And what would you advise? You know, where would you get them to turn to next? What would you yeah. get someone to do? Like what would be the next couple of yeah. steps they would need to take? No, that's fine. And I think first of all is some of the points that we've talked about here. I think yeah. it's about making sure that, you know, you focus on your self-care. Yeah. Okay, if you're kind to yourself, you're, you're you're taking care of personal hygiene. You're walking. Yeah. You're exercising. You're yeah. journaling. You're you're speaking to friends and family. Yeah. You're setting goals. You're doing what you can. Mm -hmm. But even then, you might be kind of struggling. Okay. Yeah. Then sometimes you know getting professional help. You know. This, this, yeah, because yeah. sometimes we have the stigma that you know I'm not crazy. I'm not mad. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't want to see you shrink. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but it's like it's saying that your physical health is important but your mental health is just as important because your physical health has an impact on your mental health yeah. and your mental health has an impact on your physical health yeah. so just like if you got a headache or you got you got a chest ache you know you've cut your leg what would you do you're not going to say hey i'm the man i'm not <laughs> going to go anywhere i'm not going to see a doctor i'll just you know i'll sort it out no you're going to see a doctor you're going to go yeah, to the hospital yeah. in the same way you know we shouldn't feel embarrassed we shouldn't feel anything wrong about saying you know what if i'm feeling anxious if I'm feeling down, if I don't like myself, if I'm struggling with my self-esteem, if I'm people-pleasing, if I, if it's affecting me or my day-to-day -day life, mm -hmm. let me speak to my doctor who can refer me to a, to a counselor. Let me speak to yeah. a local counselor. Let me speak to Health Assured. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and then hopefully they'll come through to you, well, and you'll give them this empowering talk. <laughs> <laughs> so then that way they'll get support because yeah. with Health Assured on the EAP. You don't need to have counsel sessions straight away. It's it's emotional support where you yeah, can speak yeah. to a counselor twenty four seven. And I think what I've noticed is you see, with counselling as well, because it's not free all the time. What yeah. happens? People can't afford it, and because people can't afford it, they think like food or sort my mental health out. So then they'll mm, they'll they'll yeah, choose yeah. that option. So with an EAP, your employer pays for it, so you can use that support 24-7. Yeah, you can yeah. talk about it, you can get cop methods, and then if you feel you need to, you can get, you know, counsel sessions. You of can course. Get... We're not here to plug this, but, you know, this is just a lifeline, isn't yeah. it? Ultimately, it is a lifeline yeah. for so yeah. many people. Yeah. Um, and whether it's with Health Assured or not, being able to have that instant access, I think is vital. You know, it is so difficult if someone is along, you know, on that journey with their mental health and perhaps it is quite, you know, severe, there isn't that primary care available that yeah. there once was for varying factors. You know, yeah, yeah. we're just coming out. We're coming out of a pandemic. You know, at, at the end of the day. So utilizing those types of helpline support in general, like I said, it doesn't yeah. have to to be health assured or an EAP. There's plenty of other yeah. twenty four seven helplines or helplines out there to help people in the moment, yeah. give some guidance on next steps. But I think. GP always a good shout, like you like you say. Yeah. Get some kind of diagnosis if it has gone further along and manifested yeah. into something else. Um, and there's a lot of things online now as well. You know, you can loads to, of things, aren't there? Yeah. yeah, you can go to websites. There's apps, you know, yeah. uh, and then you know there's twenty four seven, and then even 
a crisis lines as well. So, yeah. so if you feel that you need urgent need, you know, th yeah. there's quite a lot there. And I think the important thing now is to say is that, you know, recognize the signs. Yes. Recognize the signs. Yeah. So am I anxious? Am I struggling to eat? Am I struggling to sleep? Am I worrying? Am I mm -hmm. overthinking? Can I not struggle to focus or concentrate? Am I putting myself down? Mm -hmm. Am I withdrawing myself? Okay, so these might not all be signs of, of uh, self-esteem, but mental health in general. Yeah. Yeah, because if these, what happens then is, if it starts to affect you on a day-to-day, -day, so you're struggling at work, it's, it's affecting your relationship, it's affecting mm -hmm. your decision-making, yeah. it's, you know, you can't sleep, or you think you don't want to be here, that, that then you know that, right, I need to take this seriously. And then, uh, and then the best thing you can do then is is speak to a professional. Because yeah. if you speak to a professional, because sometimes when you speak to your friend, they say, oh, give me a hug. Yeah, they yeah, take, go for a pint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to take the pain away from you. Yes. But then that doesn't help. That's like just putting a plaster on you. What you need is you to talk about it in confidentiality. Yeah. And then you need to kind of address that issue. Mm -hmm. And then you need to look at what's going to help me here. What's the underlying issue here? Yeah. Because sometimes it takes time to tell someone, that you've been struggling with something for many, many years yes, yeah. or something's happened to you but you because you feel guilt or shame or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. So with speaking to professional, you've got that confidentiality, you've got that safe platform and then that way it could change your life. My goodness. I feel like that is a really organic way to start. Very dramatic. I love it. Um, Sad, you've been... A gem. You are Superman, by the way. Oh, thank you. So don't tell should yourself that. Yeah. I know you should. <laughs> um, I think, you know, before, before I guess before I say goodbye, you know, uh, is there any anything else you think we haven't touched on? Anything else you think we need to cover? I mean, we've covered a lot of ground here with self-esteem. Yeah. I've learned bits and pieces. I've also got lots of things to take away from myself. You thought I was going to write notes to like <laughs> question you, but here, just tell myself I am strong. Um, no, you, you've been fantastic. Like, like I said, is there anything that you else you want to cover at all? Yeah, I think when it comes to self-esteem, I mean, there's a lot, but I think in terms of basics is kind of like we've kind of what we talked about today, but in, but in summary is to say, you know, uh, Recognize the signs. It's yeah. about focus on things in your control. Yeah. It's about be kind to yourself. Yeah. It's about focus on your self-care. Mm -hmm. It's about work towards goals. And it's about kind of recognizing your own value, that your value is not based on other people. Yeah. And also recognize that, you know, no one should allow you to treat you in a way that makes you feel unsafe or uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a relationship should be a healthy and happy one. And it shouldn't be an abusive one. Okay. And if you bear these things in mind, then hopefully it'll, you'll have good mental health and good self-esteem as well. Mic drop. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks so much, Saj. Um, I think incredibly helpful, incredibly useful information there. No problem. You've been a star. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed it. I think we should do this more often. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Saj. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks.